Hi, everyone, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. My name is Jenna, and this is Everything with Me. So, you guys, this week I wanted to talk a little bit about maybe some growth that I might be having. I'm not 100% sure if it is really growth or not, but I'm feeling pretty good about something that I just had happen to me. So, the other day, I was uh, minding my own business, you know, doing as a do, minding my own business, and I get an email from my son's school. Now, I am trying my best not to be a helicopter mom, but let's be real, I am a helicopter mom, but I'm trying really hard not to be. So let me just put that out there right now. Uh, So I get an email from my son's school from his English teacher. Now, Jack has done very well in school, uh, all things considered, right, between COVID and not that he had COVID, but you know, all the things, right? So there's a lot been going on and he has done exceptionally well as far as his schoolwork goes, uh, we do have him in math tutoring, um, just honestly, because math is a struggle and I can't help him with math. Like I am not going to lie. Math is not my strong suit either. So with that being said, uh, we do have him in, uh, math tutoring. Uh, it's supposed to be two times a week. It's actually turned into one time a week. And I, I don't know if we're going to continue that because he is understanding a lot more of the concepts. So because of that, okay, fine. Um, but everything else he's been doing pretty well in with the exception of English. So his English class, Y'all remember when we were in school and we had those teachers that you're just like, really, why are they making us do this like this? And that's kind of how I feel about his English teacher. Of course, I don't share that with him, but that's really how I feel. Like, it's very aggravating to me. So I fast forward to this English email that I receive. Now it goes to all of the parents and it said students. So I don't know if it was posted maybe on his Google Classroom He wasn't sure either. He hadn't seen it. Uh, Now, mind you, this is a holiday weekend. So we get this we get this email and uh, this email basically I feel as though is incredibly passive aggressive. So this teacher proceeds to talk about some new changes that she has in her classroom for this quarter. So you may be saying, okay, Jenna, so what? So she has changes for this classroom, right? I understand. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about this and what my response is. Okay. So, and this is my growth. I swear we're going to get to my growth. So she sends this email again to all students, parents, whatever. And she starts off with, you know, um, happy new year. It's so great that we're all back new semester, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I have made a significant amount of changes for my classroom. And I want you as parents to be aware, which I am all about. Like, please communicate with me as a helicopter mom. I want to know, right? Okay, fine. So she talks about cell phone use. Uh, Apparently some students are using cell phones and even when they're not supposed to be using cell phones, they're still using cell phones. So she's put a hard stop to cell phones, no AirPods, no nothing like that. Like if you're seen with a cell phone in the classroom and whatever, she'll take it away for the day. And then if whatever for the class and then for the day or whatever. So, okay, fine. I'm on board with that. Yes, you should be in school. You should be not on your cell phone. Now, Jack knows better because he knows that if I have to haul my cookies to the school to get his cell phone, there will be problems. So he knows better. Like he's really good with that kind of stuff. I have to say, as a side note, Jack is a very much a rule follower. As much as he likes to make fun of me because growing up, I was definitely a rule follower um, for the most part. I mean, 99% of the time I was a rule follower. Uh, 
he's like, oh, mom, such a rule. He's the same way. So, you know, takes one to know one. So he's a good kid. He's a rule follower. He's very polite, the whole thing. So, okay, she talks about that. Then she talks about hallway passes. So I think I shared, I actually don't remember if I shared this on the podcast or not, but uh, a few months ago, his school made the decision that if uh, students could not use the restroom during their passing period, and then they had a certain allotted number of bathroom passes that they could use in each class because there was a TikTok trend apparently going around and like kids were destroying like school property, uh, whatever. It was super dumb. It's super, you know, kids, I swear to God. So it was this whole thing. They had bathroom monitors, all this stuff. So Jack did confirm that they are able to actually go to the restroom now between periods, you know, while they're passing in between classes. However, they have enacted this incredibly strict tardy policy at his school because they were having a significant issues with tardies. Now, Jack has been tardy one time in the entire year, and it was because he was helping another teacher. And so really, it should have been excused. He thought he could make it in time. He was half a second late, whatever. He was tardy one time. Now, if any student is tardy at any time, uh, what happens? The bell rings, the tardy bell rings. All the teachers have to close their doors. And then if you're still in the hallway and you can't get into your class, then what happens is there's an actual hall monitor, believe it or not, that then has to sign you in into the classroom. You get a, you get a slip. And then the only way to get back into school the next day after this offense happens is a parent has to check you in and acknowledge the fact that you were tardy. So really, they're just like threatening children with their parents. Okay, fine. I guess it's working, you know, whatever. They were saying that for the first period class or at his school, they call it zero period. It's a whole other convoluted thing, whatever. And again, I love this school, but there are things, right? And um, I guess they had lost, they, they sent us an email and it was like all these hours, you know, hundreds of hours of instructional time that was lost due to kids being tardy, especially for zero period. Now, as a reminder, Jack gets to school. He, the first bell rings to let people into the school at 645 in the morning. Like we get to his school around 635 in the morning to ensure one, because the school's a half an hour away. We want to make sure that we give ourselves plenty of time and two, like, it's really early. So, okay, fine, whatever. So that happened. Okay. So between the tardy thing and now this whole restroom thing, you can't go to the bathroom. Now you can, whatever. This teacher, the English teacher has said like, hey, look, no more. Like they have plenty of time to go to the restroom in passing period. Otherwise they only have three uh, bathroom passes for the entire semester. Now, for Jack, it's okay. This is his zero period. This is the first class he goes to. Uh, so it, it's fine. Like he's he's not really having an issue. But my I take issue with the fact that this teacher has said that they only that they have plenty of time. They have three minutes between each class to get from one class to the next. There are no lockers at his school. It is a charter school. There are no lockers. And Jack has said that now with the new tardy policy, like, you know, the the wrath of God on this tardy policy that they have. And the fact that this school is not like a small school, like he's upstairs, he's downstairs, he's down the hall, he's around. He I said, when you go straight from one class to the next, which he does, I said, do you feel rushed? And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. 
And I'm like, do you feel like you can make it in three minutes? He's like, barely. Like, but he, like, he has to be up out of his chair into the hallway down. I mean, like, there's no dilly dallying around. I asked him, would there ever be a time where you could go to the bathroom and not be tardy? He said, absolutely not. There is no way. So I have an issue with the fact that this teacher has said they have plenty of time. I don't think so. Not maybe some students do, but my student does not. But again, it's not an issue for him in this particular class because it is his very first class that he goes to in the morning. Okay, fine. (sighs) Okay. So then she talks about how all assignments are now summative. So she's basically saying that, and she starts it off with effective immediately. Now I do a lot, a lot of writing for my work, right? Like I I do a, a significant amount of writing. I write for board members. I write for, for, you know, people I write, I write internally, externally, a lot of stuff, right? Like in my company, there are four of us that you really are like supposed to look to in regard to any kind of communicate communications piece, especially if it's a public piece. And I am one of the four people out of over a thousand employees. Okay. So like, I'm not trying to say like, I'm the best writer in the world because I'm not, but I'm not the worst one either. And she's like effective immediately. And she's talking to parents. I just feel like, bitch, you're not my teacher. So, and, and, uh, and I'll get to this, you know, okay. So don't get mad. My teacher friends don't get mad. I'm going to go through this. I promise. But it just felt like, Okay. Anyways, um, I move on. I digress. So she basically is saying that they're going college style in her class, meaning that she's posted every assignment already in their Google classroom. And now these students have to, um, they have to be prepared and they have to do the assignments as is, right? So now one thing that I'm not sure on if they're going to be talking about each assignment or if it's like, here you go, you just have to have it all done by March 4th. And here are all the assignments and figure it out. Because if that's the case, I have a problem with that. And I really need clarification. But again, talking about like, I'm going to share how I've grown. So by this point in this email, I'm not going to lie. I was like really fresh. I was like shaking angry at this email. And I don't know why, because normally I'm pretty cool at receiving things, but I don't know if it's just, it must be the mom in me. I'm not sure, but I'm just like, listen here, lady. Like, okay. So again, holding back. Okay. So then the next part of this email, this is where I went from like a 75 frustrated to like 120% frustrated with this particular person. So She says that she appreciates receiving emails from her students. However, she feels that they are not doing their due diligence as students in trying to find information on themselves, upon themselves, right? So she basically says that um, when students have missed class because they've been out with COVID or COVID, um, his school is very specific. I talked about that before. Like, even if you had a possible COVID, then you have to stay out. So she says that while she appreciates students reaching out and asking for what needs to be done, what needs, you know, whatever should be completed that um, or information about things that she may have that they may have missed while they were out of school, that students are not doing their due diligence in finding this information out on their own. So they should be looking at Google Classroom. Fair enough. Or they should be asking a peer. And then if even after that, then they should attempt to do the assignment. And even after they've attempted, if they're still not sure, then they need to write a very thorough 
explanation of the steps they have taken, what they've attempted to do and what they're not understanding in order to then have her respond to the student. This is where I went over the edge. It's like, what? She says that this allows and provides the students the opportunity for self-monitoring skills and for meta, and I'm quoting this, metacognitive reflective skills. Now, this is where Mama Jenna loses her shit, okay? Like, I am really frustrated with this whole situation. Now, she then ends it with, after hours, if your child needs help, she's there, um, every Wednesday at three o'clock PM. Now school gets out for the high schoolers at 1 45 PM. So she still needs, she's there after 3 PM. So what they're supposed to do in between, I don't know. Now we have received notice from the school that students are not allowed to just like dilly dally about in the class, in the hallways, whatever, like when school is out, they need to either be in an after school study hall or they need to be where they're gone, basically. Like, right, you know, they have to be somewhere. Um, they just can't be hanging about. She's not, she's not available to talk to them until three o'clock. Um, for, Additional support, but again, if they're missing anything or have questions, it's just mostly for them to work on assignment on assignments. But she's there just for support, but not if they have questions or miss something. Then no, they need to follow steps up as above for emails. People, <laughs> and then she appreciates. She thanks everyone for reading this very lengthy email that she sends and whatever. And then, um. If we have questions, we can email her. Now, here's where my growth is. I have yet to email this this particular teacher back. Now, I want to be very clear here because it sounds like maybe I don't appreciate teachers. That could be nothing further from the truth. I appreciate teachers more than I could ever even verbally like say, like I genuinely appreciate teachers so much. They have to deal with so much stuff, all the kids, all the things, everything, all the parents. And I get that, right? I understand that. And the ever changing and we're in a pandemic and all of the things that go along with being a teacher right now, especially, but just in general. Now his school, as I've said, a billion and 12 times is a charter school. So she doesn't have the requirements as strict as like the school district does. They still have to heat, uh, meet state standards, but they're able to teach deeper. They're able to do more, right? Like, okay. And I, and I'm appreciative of that. And that's why she's able to have some of this kind of curriculum going on in their, in her classroom. And I don't claim to know what it's like to be a ninth grade English teacher. I got news. I don't. I am someone who is not a ninth grade English teacher. And honestly, I, I don't envy her for being a ninth grade English teacher. My issue is, is the fact that I feel as though it appears as though students who may be struggling or missing assignments, it, she doesn't want to deal with it. And I don't think that's her intention. And I under, and you know, okay, fine. I, I don't think that's her intention, but you, I, I don't know, but that's the way I receive this message. Now I received this email on a Friday. It is now Sunday as I record this podcast and I have yet to respond to this email. I did text Jack. He is at his dad's. I got some clarification on some things and, um, 
this is the class he struggles in. And I asked him, do you feel as though that you can talk to this teacher and ask for help? And he was like, well, kind of. And this is all via text. He's like, you know, if I really needed to, he's like, but, you know, I try not to have to ask any questions of her. I'm not surprised that this is the only class he has a C in. This kid has all A's, two B's and a C. And he has and he has a B in in, uh, math and a B in science and science. He really was like it was like on the border was like eighty nine point nine and they don't round. So he really like, you know what I mean? Like he's real close. He messed up one test. Um, Like, you know, anyways, I'm not trying to make excuses for Jack. But my point is, is he has a low C in her class and has struggled. And now I've already mentioned, I know how to write. I know how to help. He is not one of those kids that wants to ask for help too much. He does at times, but even still, right? Like, like she has things where you have to memorize root words, Latin root words, this English teacher does. And I'm sure there's a good reason for it. I don't know, maybe to do well in Jeopardy in the future. And I'm sure there is a a reason to that. Jack is terrible at memorizing things. We have flashcards. I've helped him with them. He just, for whatever reason, the kid has trouble memorizing certain words. And he also has, um, trouble like knowing people's names. Like he cannot remember people's names. You know how like there's people like that. He's one of those people. He tries really hard. And I don't know if some of it is because he had a speech problem when he was younger and like something doesn't quite connect right there. Like he's not done. He's very smart. And even still, like when they do the tests, like the pre-assessments and like the mapping tests and all of that, In English and in language, he's off the charts. Like he does very, very well. He understands he's a good writer. I mean, he has, I think he he goes a little fast. So again, like there are areas of improvement needed for him. But I feel as though that this teacher saying the way that in which she's talked about these emails and things like that, to me, it just feels like she is alienating those students who might be already on the fence of asking for help or trying to get help. Now it feels as though like that, that door has closed. That's how I take it as an adult. Now I could be way overseeing this, right? Overreaching into this whole email and all the things, but you guys, I have to say, I'm pretty proud of myself that I have yet to respond to this email. And I told Jack, I said, don't worry, I haven't responded yet. And he was like, yet. And I was just like, no. And I said, I don't know if I will or not. He's like, he's like, I wouldn't think you would because you're chill like that. Because he knows that like I might get riled up about a few things. But ultimately, this is his career or not career. It's his school career currently. And it's his his education. It's not my education. I tell him all the time. I went to college. I graduated high school. I went to college. I've done all the things, right? Like I am a professional and I have done what I needed to do to get to where I'm at now. I'm not about to redo high school. Like already been there, done that, got the t-shirt, right? Literally. Um, But I think for me, like the fine line that I have is trying to identify as a parent and then also trying to identify like when I'm overprotective of my kid or when I feel like this isn't right or when it's just like I have to just let the teacher be the teacher. And it's fine. Like, I don't disagree with having them have self-responsibility. I don't disagree with them. They should not be having cell phones in class. I agree with that, like 100 percent. But I put myself in the situation of if I'm struggling with a project and I've tried to do some things and now I have to write this whole long thorough thing before my boss would even respond to me, 
I don't think I would be okay with that. Now I know you're saying, Jenna, this isn't this, that's real life. This is school life and school is different and whatever. I understand that. I understand about letting children make their own mistakes or learning their way. Like I understand that. But on the other side, the issue that I have is we are certainly in, we are currently in a pandemic. And so if I miss school because I'm being forced to stay home because I'm dealing with COVID or I've been exposed to COVID or I have COVID and now I'm just trying to get some clarification, I'm just supposed to figure it all out on my own and I can't ask a question to my teacher because if I do, she won't respond to me. That's how I read that. And I just don't think that that's right. Like I, I really like out of all of the things I'm annoyed with the hallway thing. I'm annoyed with the bathroom. Like, oh, they have plenty of time. They have three minutes in a crowded hallway, mind you. You know what I mean? Like all of those things, like I can get behind a lot of the stuff, but what I can't get behind is feeling as though like those students who might need additional help, who might, you know, have missed school that now like they're out on an island on their own. And then only after they've attempted and wasted, probably knowing kids, a significant amount of time trying to figure shit out, then they have to write a dissertation to hopefully get a response from this teacher. So I have yet to email. I have yet to call the school. I don't think I will. I don't know. I mean, this hasn't affected Jack yet. And I have to remind myself of that, right? Like this has not affected him when he was out on COVID, when we weren't sure if he had COVID or not, and he was out of school, he was forced to stay home. He was able to complete his assignments and do whatever. Um, But that was different. That was in September, not now, you know, so he was able to ask her for clarification. That's the part. And I don't know if maybe she was just getting a lot of emails. And so this is her putting a hard stop to it and then seeing kind of like what happens. But I also think like, and we tell, like I tell people that are, that I work with and that are on our team, like, Hey, don't waste your time trying to, you know, look for information. If you can't find it, ask someone for help. Ask me for help. I'm here for you. Now I'm not going to do your job for you right? But ask, use your resources. I feel as though when you have a class and you are a teacher, like you are there, you are those students resource. Yes, they have each other, they have other things. But like, I think it was the whole like, if you're out of school and you're missing an assignment, just because you've been absent, there is a pandemic going on. Like, lady, have you lost your freaking mind? Like, these kids aren't just out because they're just playing hooky. It's not 1998 anymore where, you know, whatever, when I was in high school and sometimes we wouldn't go to class sometimes, not always, but sometimes, you know, like, that's not what we're doing here. It's a closed school. It's a close, you know what I mean? Like, it's a closed campus. It's not like, not like when I was in high school, it was an open campus. You could go out for lunch go to McDonald's if you wanted to or whatever. I mean, totally different. You could come and go, even though you probably shouldn't have and we probably shouldn't have, but we did and that's what it was, right? You knew what you could get away with and what you couldn't. At least I could when I was in high school. Those days are long gone, you know, at this point, right? Like these days are long, far gone. So at this point and in this era that we're living in, like seriously, seriously, like I, whenever I've been out sick, which is very rare, but whenever I have, I ask my boss, hey, what do I need to be aware of? right? Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel, and I guess that's her agenda and everything. And again, like for my teacher friends, like, please know, I respect you a billion percent. I really do. But 
just like I say about HOAs, there are good HOAs and there are bad HOAs. There are good schools and bad schools and good hospitals and bad hospitals. There are good doctors and bad doctors. There are good teachers and there are not so good teachers. And I'm not saying she's not a good teacher, not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that for an English teacher, you would really think that she could communicate this uh, message a little bit better. It just felt super passive aggressive, you guys. And clearly, I'm upset about it. And I am growing because as opposed to writing a scathing email back or calling the school, I'm not going to do that. So that's how I'm growing. This is how this is new year, new Jenna. I'm not going to respond to this. I'm going to see what happens. And then if it becomes an issue with my particular child, I will then have a conversation with the school about it or with the teacher about it first. And I'm not one to just go to the principal either. Like, I just think that's shenanigans. Like if you, like for me personally, if you had a problem with me, I would prefer you talk with me about it for clarification um, before going to my boss, right? Like that's, that's who I am. And I think most people are. So I wouldn't just run to the school principal on this. I would, I, what I was considering doing but I did not do it and I'm not going to do it was asking for clarification because I don't know if she really means it the way that she does. Sure. It's, you know, and it's a three day weekend and whatever, cause they're off for Martin Luther King day and all the things, right? Like, okay. But still you're sending this to all of these students and their parents. In Jack's case, he has four parents. Now I don't know if all four parents, I know that my husband and I both get these emails. I'm assume, and I'm pretty sure his dad does. I don't know about his stepmom, but okay, just say this goes to all four parents. That's just four parents for one kid. And I guarantee you, Jack is not the only one that has two households, right? So all of that considered, this is going to a significant amount of, of people. So say she has, what? She probably has six classes because there's like eight classes and she probably has a prep and she probably has something else and whatever. And I don't think she just teaches freshman English. I think she teaches some other stuff. So, you know, we're talking 50, 100, 150, uh, 200 kids-ish, call it, throughout her day. I'm just guessing. I don't know on, on round numbers. So you're talking, this is going to minimum 200 parents, way more than that. So, okay, call it 400 parents to be on the safe side. So you're sending this to at least 400 parents. I don't think I'm the only one who probably felt this way, but I don't know. I'm not sure. So I'm trying to grow, you guys. I'm trying to be aware and trying to be mindful and allow things happen. I know that as a parent, I cannot... Except, you know, I can't protect Jack from everything. I know that he is he's a freshman in high school. He's going to be 15 this year. I get it. Right. Like he has to make his own way. And for the most part, he does very well. Right. Like he's very mindful. The comments that we receive about him generally, except from this teacher, but most of his teachers say what a joy he is to have in class, how he is a very caring person, how he goes above and beyond, always wants to do the right thing. Like he is a good person, like just straight up, hands down. He always has been I just in his nature, human nature. He's not a he's not a crappy kid by any stretch. Like he is a good personality. He's funny. He's very relatable. And I could go on and on about what a great kid my kid is. He has his faults, obviously, as everyone does. And the thing is, is that I just 
I just know that I can't, as his mom, always be the one to save the day. And I try not to. I try to I try to be the, you know, to walk that fine line. And there is a fine line. This is one of those lines that's been hard for me to walk just because I do want to say like, hey, look, this comes across pretty shitty, lady. Like, I don't think you meant it that way, but understand the re- the people who are receiving this message. But on the other side, I know I'm not going to do that because it wouldn't be the right thing. It's not my place to do that yet. Now, if it becomes an issue with him, oh, absolutely. And you know, Mama Jenna be all up in their business. Like, that's what's going to happen. But you know what I mean? Like, I just have to be very mindful of that. And I think the older he gets, the more I'm going to have to take a back seat. I know that, right? Like, I'm aware of that as much as I joke around and say like, oh, it's going to suck for whoever he marries. No, I know my place. But, you know, I'm always going to want what is ever, what is the very, very best for, for Jack, like 100%, whatever that is, you know, like, Like, I know that there are some kids that shouldn't go to college. Like, I understand that. I'm not a firm believer that every student needs to go to college. Um, I think it's shenanigans that kids feel like they have to go to college in order to get a, to make a good living wage. I think that's bullshit. I think there's a lot of different opportunities. I don't think you should have to go into billions of dollars of debt just to go to school to get a mediocre job, if I'm being honest. Um, But with that being said, there are other battles that he's going to need me to help him fight at times. And I will do that. But it's that like, what is he going to choose? What am I, you know, like, what does he need my support on? And you have to, you know, I know I have to let him do some of that on his own. This isn't affecting him yet when it does, if it does, hopefully it doesn't, but should it, I will probably involve myself to the limited amount that I need to, in order to just straighten that ship a little bit, if it's needed. That's what I'm saying right now. We'll see what really happens. You guys, I feel like I'm really trying to grow here. Not going to lie. Really feel like it. I am trying my hardest. However, you know, I, I, as a parent, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, right. Like I'm trying my hardest here. Um, I really, I've never had a kid before, right? Like I've been a parent for 15 years, almost. I mean, technically I was pregnant and stuff. So yeah, so about 15 years. That's all the parenting I've ever done. I feel like I'm a nurturer. I want the very best in things. And and it's funny because when I say Mama Jenna, so many people call me that because I have been a mothering type of person my entire life. But I just, I just know that I just only want the very, very best for Jack and and to not spoil him, teach him values, teach him morals, teach him what's right and wrong, um, when to choose his own battles, you know, what hill are you willing to die on kind of a thing. And um, I'm not willing to die on a hill like this for his ELA teacher. Now, I know there are some people who are, but not I, I wouldn't at this point. So um, my husband, he was like, wow, you're really upset with this email. I'm like, yeah, I've talked about it since we got it. So we got it on Friday. I talked about it yesterday on Saturday. I talked about it again with him today. I said, I talked to Jack about it. He's like, oh my God. He's like, it really affected you. I'm like, it really did. I don't know why you guys, I don't know. Anyways, I know this is a random podcast, but you know, that's what my podcast is. But I guess my question is, what would you do as a parent? If you're a parent, even if you're not a parent, what would you do? Would you would you call the school or would you send this teacher an email back or would you just let it play out and see kind of how it happens? Like, are you the spoon? Are you going to stir that pot up? 
because at this point I'm sitting next to the bowl. I'm not or sitting next to the pot. I'm not stirring yet, but I'm the spoon ready to go. Like I'm here like, hey, tag me in if you need me <laughs> kind of a thing. So, yes, what would you do? How would you handle this situation um, or any similar situations? Obviously, I get a lot of emails in my work day, right? Like it's Sunday. I happen to look at my work email. I had 10 emails sitting there. Like, seriously, you guys, it's Sunday. Like what is happening? Like, but, you know, it is what it is. Right. So so I get a lot of emails and sometimes they're not all great right? They are not all great. But when they are great, that makes it that much better. So um, trying to grow, trying not to just jump on every single thing. Like, you know, that's my, that's where I'm at with it. Anyways, um, let me know what you think or don't. It's fine. You do you, you do you boo. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to, uh, to this little rambling today about, uh, motherhood and all the things associated with trying not to lose your shit on a teacher who is probably realistically just trying to do their best. And I, and I do respect that. So anyways, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye everyone.